Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. Oh, oh, hi. Just flexing my voice now that I have it completely back. (laughs) It's very exciting for me. Not everyone follows us on Twitter. Not everyone knows what you're talking about immediately. I can explain. (laughs) The linearity of time does not prevent me from providing context after the fact. You said it in a way that, like... That assumes that everyone's on the same page. Not, not. oh, I lost my voice earlier, and now I'm flexing my voice that is back. You're just going, oh, I'm flexing my voice. Now that it's back, everyone knows that I lost it. Hey, I'm, gamers, the- <laughs> Smash and Sean here. Just in case you haven't picked it up by now, I lost my voice last week. That's why there wasn't an episode. No voice. Now I got it back. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Hey, pro- problem fucking solved. <laughs> A problem that you created. You created the problem. No, you created it. I brought your attention to the problem. Just because you're pooping in the center of the living room, and I say, hey, you're pooping in the center of the living room, your response should not be, hey, why are you creating this problem, man? Hey, gamers, just a quick note. I'm not pooping in the living room. (laughs) I just want y'all to know that. Here's smashing Sean out. <sighs> anyway, um, you want to drag me for anything else while while we're doing the? Oh, I'm I'm sure that time will come. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I, a... I saw the corrections list. It's like twenty five <laughs> things long. <laughs> it's it's inevitable. So, uh, before we get to corrections, uh, hi everybody. Hi. Uh, we yeah we we were gone for a little while and. There was a lot of Nintendo news, and then there was no Nintendo news. <laughs> right. So, uh, basically, right after we recorded the last one, or right before we uploaded the last one, yeah, uh, there was there was another Smash. Uh, there was another. There was another Nintendo partner showcase. Right. A uh, last one of the year. Right. Uh, so we'll be covering that. Mm-hmm. Um, but since it's you know like it's not like the biggest. Uh, showcase they've done yeah. not the smallest either sure but not the biggest so uh i think after that we'll also be covering uh kind of our predictions for what the rest of 2020 is going to be like for nintendo uh okay. and how big in scope we think that's gonna be cool so uh there there are uh there's some corrections yeah uh let's, so let's do them so i indeed had never heard ace's rendition of the animal crossing theme for smash bros ultimate okay it's really good (laughs) it it slaps right uh very hard it's it's very good shit yeah um yeah i would i would recommend animal crossing title theme by ace uh if if anyone hasn't heard it already Hmm. uh I guess if you followed Smash competitively, maybe you have heard it. All right, maybe you've heard it so many times that it's burned into your brain forever at yeah. this point. But uh but I hadn't and it's good shit. Nice. Um I meant to say Motoi Sakuraba composed Mario Golf instead of saying he composed Golden Sun for a third time in that segment. <laughs> um it's Fire Emblem's thirtieth anniversary. Right. Uh, Grill Off with Ultra Hand was a limited time club and Nintendo exclusive for WiiWare. Uh-huh. We were kind of blanking another like, yeah, you know, uh, timed exclusives that Nintendo had done before this. Uh, thanks Garrett D for pointing that one out specifically. Uh, also, thanks for Garrett D uh, for kind of filling me in on the specifics of the following. Mm-hmm. 
Touchscreen controls in Mario Galaxy 3D All-Stars are only mandatory if you have a Switch Lite. Okay, gotcha. Uh, if you have a regular Switch, you can detach the Joy-Cons and use them like a Wiimote okay. to do the, the star collecting right. thing. Uh, also, if you have a Switch Lite, you can actually also sync Joy-Cons to <laughs> the Switch Lite if you have extra okay. and use them that way. Yeah, uh, well, I'm I'm glad there's options. I still don't love any of them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, but you know, good to know for people who were like, well, I, I don't want to use the touchscreen. Now you can also do another shitty thing. Also, the camera problems that I mentioned in Mario 3D All-Stars uh, have been fixed in a patch. Oh, good. Yes. So I, I guess I probably will definitely be picking it up before <laughs> before it expires. Right. Uh, probably definitely. Okay. Janojo's... Uh, if if I get you a an eShop gift card for Christmas, you can use it to buy that, but I'll be disappointed in you. <laughs> there's there's other things that I can buy with that gift card. <laughs> Those are the parameters that I'm setting <laughs> specifically for that sixty dollars or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm, I was, you just like yeah, you just give me a fifty dollar gift card. I'm like thanks, Sean. I use it to buy Super Mario three D All Stars. <laughs> you just like. You just cross your arms and then you just watch me play like all three games back to back. Right, yeah. yeah. Just wordlessly. <laughs> but I'm there every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You need to watch the whole thing. Right, of course. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the rule. When we buy each other games, we have to be present for the entire game being. Played. Yeah, no yeah. matter how much we hate that it was purchased. <laughs> um. When John Ojo uh, sent us listener mail and said something about Steve unpicking his pockets, um, he was referencing a bit that we made years <laughs> ago uh, uh, about unstitching right. suit jacket pockets. Right. Uh, what was the context of that again? You didn't know that you could unstitch suit jacket pockets. Okay. You thought that they were the pockets... On suits just didn't exist. Well, I mean, I I knew that like the I thought they were like fake pockets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You you thought yeah you thought pockets on suit jackets were fake pockets and not yes. that they were meant to be unstitched. Right. Exactly. And I I lost it, and then you lost it, and then yes. all of our viewers lost it. Okay. Yeah. And then we lost the memory of it. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. So, uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, According to a study in 2016. Tall people in the United Kingdom are actually more likely to be conservative. I don't remember exactly what the context of the thing is that made me write this correction in. Okay, um, but now we know. Uh, yeah, I think... But I think you made a joke about tall people voting for Trump or something. I forget exactly what it was. <laughs> okay. Uh, or... Yeah, or or something, and it turns out that there was a study made. Tall hmm. people, at least in the United Kingdom, are more likely to be conservative. Well, uh, just to be clear, everybody, I, a tall person, did not vote for Donald Trump, and I'm glad he lost. Yes. <laughs> Even if, as of today, he still refuses to concede the election. He actually, I, I saw a, so I saw a headline, and it was clickbait, but I clicked on it anyway, because it said... Um, Trump finally admits that Joe Biden won the election. Right. Yeah. But then basically the tweet was like, Joe Biden won because of fraud. So like he wasn't admitting shit. Yeah, no. He just I, happened I, to the, the structure of yeah. his sentence. No, he, uh, <laughs> there, 
uh, I found out because of a hashtag called like it was hashtag Trump concedes. Oh, okay. And and it's uh it's because Trump made a tweet that said Joe Biden won in the eyes of the fake news media right, right, only. Yeah. I will never concede. <laughs> and then a bunch of other shit. Huh. Uh, and uh and a bunch of people are just like like photoshopping his his uh tweet to like blank out <laughs> words so it just says like joe biden won i concede <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah yeah uh fuck that man <laughs> uh uh obviously there's there's no like there's no visible substantial movement on this, but I'm still low key terrified that like there's going to be a coup. You know, I like, I, I, I yeah. get what I yeah I I get what you're feeling. To me, it's just like 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 the election got called for Biden. Yeah, and then I went to Trump's Twitter page and I was just scrolling through stuff and I was like, my God, this doesn't have any power over me anymore. <laughs> The the curse is lifted. The evil is defeated. I hope it stays that way. Me too. Yeah, I, me too. yeah. I hope it stays that way. Um, <clears throat> the turkey in Animal Crossing is actually Mister Gobbles and oh. not Ms. Gobbles. Okay. His his name is Franklin. It's it's a it's a guy turkey. And finally, the gobble. Cer- gobble. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. And finally, the surname Francis is a French and English name of Latin origin, according to Wikipedia. Okay. So your last name could be French. Fair enough. Or just British. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> all right. So those are all the corrections. <sighs> thanks, everyone, that uh, that helps us with those corrections. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to all that shit. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but you keep doing it. You keep asking for more of it. Yeah, people are not not only listening to this shit, they are contributing to it. And people, I'm, 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 pe- people are tweeting corrections at me to make sure I get more corrections in. I'm so sorry that you all feel that way. <laughs> I'm sorry for myself <laughs> that you all feel that way. I'm sorry for myself is like the Sean Francis <laughs> autobiography title. That's not bad, actually. <laughs> uh... So, Partner Showcase 4 right. uh, happened several weeks ago at this yes. point, but here we are covering it somewhat belatedly. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, I've watched it, but I did not refresh my memory on it, so we'll, yes. we'll see how this goes. So, uh, so yeah, like a, a decent amount of like kind of mid-tier announcements uh, mm-hmm. and, and things and things that we called, actually, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, one of those being Bravely Default 2. Right. Uh, it, uh... You know, we predicted Bravely Default 2 would be at the next partner showcase, mm-hmm. um, and that it would, you know, it would get a showcase and also a delay to 2021, right. early 2021, if I remember right. And as I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, like, this is not the kind of trailer where they say, and it's coming out this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like, during, I was like, oh, Daniel's going to be right about this. Yeah, and and I was, yeah, they, they uh, yeah, they, they showed off a, a trailer. Showed showed some stories, showed some new characters. Right. Uh some some new asterisks slash jobs. Yes. Uh like the Vanguard, the Bard, the Beastmaster, and the Gambler. Mm-hmm. Uh they mentioned that more jobs would be shown in the lead up to the release. Neat. They mentioned that uh they collected a whole bunch of feedback from the demo and uh they actually released a whole like demo changes video where they right. uh, where they showcased all the ways that they're adjusting the difficulty and the controls and stuff. That's neat. That is neat. Uh, the 
game is now coming out February 26th, 2021. And, uh, and honestly, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate, like, I first noticed a dev doing this when, when the first, um, Neo was still in development. Like, they would release a demo and ask for feedback and then actually change shit based on the feedback they got. Yeah. And it's really cool to see companies using demos, like, as more than marketing tools. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're fine as marketing tools. Yeah. But it's really great when, when developers go like, okay, you know, yeah, we, we could improve on this, this, and this. Let's, you know, do that and then try another demo or let's let's do that and then release the game or whatever. I, I yeah. like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, and I'm also okay with like a 2021 release yeah. uh, for this game. Like, uh, especially because here at a Smashing Theory, we're we're kind of starting to play more right. 2020 games and yeah. prep for for Game of the Year discussion. And man, I, there's there's a lot of my backlog already. Oh if, yeah. If Bravely Default Two came out in two weeks, <laughs> and then I have to play that shit, uh, yeah, just. Don't don't have the time right now. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, please go over to twenty twenty one so I can play you then. Really, that's a good reason for me to get some stuff that I've been thinking. Like, I'll just get it later. Like, well, you know, we got game of the year. Yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should play games more. Yeah, I, I, sh- I should play more than Guitar Girl <laughs> <laughs> and Hades and Animal Crossing. <laughs> Guitar Girl available now on <laughs> iOS and Android. It's true. Yeah. Uh, had not heard of that game until you started playing it, like, quasi-obsessively. It Yeah, it's like, it's, there are aspects of it that are very pay-to-win, or pay-to-progress, I guess, oh. because, because mm-hmm. there's ways that you can kind of speed Guitar Girl along on her way to pop stardom. Right. Um, but to me, that would just invalidate her journey from being a humble streamer in her bedroom to, you know a guitar playing pop star it's it's an idol game yeah yeah it's like cookie clicker basically but you're a girl playing guitar on youtube yeah instead the uh seems very cute from the thing sean has told me about it's just really wholesome and relaxing and i like it but that's not what this podcast is about (laughs) it sure can move on it sure isn't but i have i have like made a list of like 2020 games on my phone i'm trying to like that i'm trying to like you know scramble through in in the next few months You've got Guitar Girl covered. I don't need to play Guitar Girl. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I did play a demo of Mad Rat Dead. Yes. Uh, I watched you do that just now, actually, yeah. before we recorded this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that game's that game's weird, but it, it, yeah. has, it has some charms. Soundtrack's are really good. I was going to say, I still have the, like, tutorial, like, like that song stuck in my head yeah uh it's the music is catchy as fuck yeah the game is very strange yeah like like it's definitely very nipponichi uh people who made it yes yeah yeah nas nas developed it uh kind of this weird yeah this weird little rhythm Platformer. platformer where like you you move you move through the stage and platform by pressing buttons to the beat uh, and yeah, very, very strange, k- kind of gross, like some, uh, some weird cartoony gore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's like an action comedy with light body horror elements y- Yeah, would be the way that I would probably describe you, it. You miss some parts of the demo. I'd even say medium body horror Real, elements. Oh, yeah. okay. Like they're like the beginning of the demo starts with the doctor's like 
cutting open the rat Ooh. and all of his like cartoony guts coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, weird and gross. It's yeah. like a weird gross game, but I've heard three pieces of music from the game by playing that demo and it might already be a contender for best soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 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 that. Yeah, that I guess that's that's everyone's sneak peek at our at uh Ooh. at our game of the year deliberations. Yeah. I've I've got more soundtracks to listen to, so that could definitely change. Fair. Um but yeah, really default two coming out February twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. I think a good time for it to come out, really. Uh Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town was then shown. Right. Uh Story of Seasons being the actual Harvest Moon <laughs> franchise. Uh that really sucks that that happened to them. I mean, yeah, we, we've talked it? about this on podcasts before, but like, uh, yeah, I, I think on, that guys. I think that every time. Come on, Natsume. Yeah, just don't be assholes. <laughs> just stealing, <laughs> just stealing the title of the game, uh, and making your own shitty games with those titles. Just one of the like, one of the just like coldest business ass things I've seen <laughs> no, yeah, in the it industry. Really is awful. Yeah. But anyway, that it yeah, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town very much looks like a Harvest Moon game. Yes. Looks fairly huge. March twenty-third, twenty twenty-one. Uh there's a trailer for a post-apocalyptic town sim game called Surviving the Aftermath. It looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine. I don't really have too much to say about it. It's not, playing... I'm not hugely into post-apocalyptic shit. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I've personally been burned out on that genre for years at this point. Like if something's <laughs> if something is post-apocalyptic, it has to be like special for me to yeah. Into it. You know, it can't just be kind of standard post-apocalyptic stuff. Like, I think that after Fallout 3 and then um, uh, The Last of Us and then Walking Dead, or maybe and then Walking Dead and then The Last of Us. Right. Like, after those happened, kind of, kind of like... Like, the new one would come right as the success of the old one was starting to fade. Yeah. And that just persisted for, like, a decade. I'm sick of it now. Yeah. I, I was sick of it, like... Halfway through that. Right, right. Like, halfway through that whole cycle, I was sick of it. Yeah, and, and you know, of course, the usual disclaimer applies. If you are someone who loves post-apocalyptic shit, this is not an indictment on you. Yeah. I just hate it. Yeah, no, there's there's cool stuff about the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I, yeah. Like, and and therefore, if there's a unique spin on that right. genre, I, I will check it out. Sure. Um, Or I might check it out. Yeah. But also, I think on top of all that, like, we are literally living in a dystopia right now. You can't leave your house without wearing a mask. Uh, And man, like... Like... Just, like, commercials for things now are starting to, like, have people wearing their masks and, like, like, comment, like, you know? And just, like, saying stuff like, when you have to stay indoors with your kids... Things can get even messier than ever. Right. That's why you need bounty paper towels in your life. (laughs) We want escapism. (laughs) Do a commercial about a dragon that can't stop pooping and then the princess cleans up the poop with bounty. Do that commercial. Don't do COVID. The the commercial about the dragon pooping just reminds us even more that we can't get toilet paper in stores right now. No, 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 I can't stop pooping and I have no toilet paper. Don't worry, I'll clean it up for bounty. Thanks. I hate this reality. (laughs) Well, you sure loved that bit, huh? You're really enjoying that that thing you just did. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Oh, no, here it goes again. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's way more than I wanted to talk about surviving the aftermath. Yeah. So uh, then they showed Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, the game formerly known as Gods and Monsters. They actually showed gameplay of it. Um, which they didn't back when they announced that it was called <laughs> Gods and Monsters. Right. Uh, and yeah, it uh, looks like, you know, kind of a decent and mediocre, like, mm-hmm. action game featuring, like, Greek gods and stuff and Greek, like, mythological creatures. Um, Ubisoft's got to crank one of those out every now and again. Yeah, and speaking of Ubisoft, uh, that's um, that's really the most I really want to say about this game. That's fair. Uh, because, yeah... Um, Ubisoft uh, is a trash fire. Ubisoft is a trash fire right now. Uh, so, like, I, I'm kind of glad that it doesn't look great, actually. Right. It looks fine, mm-hmm. um, because I I just wouldn't have been able to get it even if it looked great. I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to get it if it looked right. great, because uh, Ubisoft has a lot of problems to work out right now. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see if they make, like, any effort at that over the next half year or so. <laughs> Then the directed what seems like a now mandatory montage of a few games. Sure. Uh, the first one was Bakugan Champions of Historia, mm-hmm. which uh, which I've heard is garbage. Sorry, Bakugan yes. fans. Uh, that came out November 3rd. Then they showed Grifflands, the Nintendo Switch edition. Uh, yet another deck-building roguelike game. Right. With kind of a, like, like cartoony Borderlands aesthetic. Right. Yeah. Um, that's coming out summer 2021. And then they showed some Tropico 6, which is uh, part of this long-running, like, comedic uh, city sim series. Right. It's like, yeah, it's basically like Sim City, but you're the dictator of a banana republic. Right. Um, and so there's also, like, kind of espionage and stuff, I think. I've never played it, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, that came out November 6, 2020. Right. Uh, then uh, then Hitman 3 Cloud Edition. Yeah. Uh, Cloud Version. Uh, was announced as coming to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that was they, we got we got a couple cloud version things. Yes, I wasn't necessarily expecting that. Yeah, the second cloud version thing was Control Ultimate Edition, which Shadow drops. Right. Um, and uh, apparently the cloud functionality might not be terrible. Okay. I I haven't looked into this too much, sure. but uh, but I did see uh, a bit of a stream where a friend of the podcast Trey from Nintendo Main oh, yes. uh, he was he was he got cloud uh he got control cloud version <laughs> he got cloud strife yeah he got yeah he got cloud for smash yeah um <laughs> which everyone does if they buy ultimate but <laughs> he he just didn't buy ultimate until now yeah you know we get get it together Trey <laughs> but anyway yeah I uh, like I, I saw a few seconds of him playing control, and even though he was both playing, you know, a cloud version of the game and streaming himself playing it, uh you know, uh it still seemed somewhat playable. So okay. uh That's good to know. I you know, it probably if I were to get control, it still probably wouldn't be on the Switch. Yeah, same. But uh still. Yeah, still holding out personally for an Xbox Game Pass release of that shit. That's fair. Uh, it's, it's been a while, so I, I don't. They might have just skipped that one, mm. but uh, but then uh, they started to get into kind of their their more major announcements of right. the uh, of the direct. 
I guess controlling Hitman coming to Switch isn't like not major, right? Right. That, that... I, I I think that if they were real ports, yeah, that would be major. Yeah, that those would be some big deals. Yeah, it's kind of major actually that the United States is bothering with cloud games for the Switch now because they'd been doing it in Japan for a while, right? Like some Resident Evil games. Oh, okay. Like Resident Evil 7, I think, oh. got like a got like a cloud game, like a cloud release for the Switch. That's neat. Uh, but they were not doing that in the states. Like, right. They're only because doing Japan's Japan. internet is much better than our internet. Exactly. So the fact that they're trying it in the U.S. is is actually like. Mm-hmm. You know, that is kind of a, a major, like, bullet point for the state of the industry right now. True. Um, but yeah, I personally would find it a bigger deal if if it was just an actual port. Yeah, agreed. Obviously, um, because I said that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, then uh, they did a No More Heroes 3. Yeah. Uh, a No More Heroes 3 thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they showed off some of the game, <laughs> right? They Sorry. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that you caught up the, how funny that inflection was caught up to be a little late <laughs> no more heroes three like, it's just very it's like the way an alien would say that it's not that funny <laughs> uh, okay please continue so uh yeah they they showed some of that game they showed some of the story uh and like I think I think the narrator is like Sylvia from the first game or something. Oh, okay. Not sure about that. I haven't played either of the first two <laughs> games in a long time. I was gonna say I, the last the last time I played No More Heroes one, I was in college. I think. Yeah. I think it was like my junior year of college. Yeah, yeah that was that was a while back. Yeah. Uh. And uh, and then like during the trailer, uh, the narrator just goes, "Even if you haven't played the prequels, it's awesome." But it's even more awesome if you've played the prequels first, and then, uh, and then it proceeds to show trailers for No More Heroes right. and No More Heroes Two: Desperate Struggle uh, for the Switch, uh, which then proceeded to shadow drop. Right. Proceeded to uh, say coming later today. Yeah. Uh, with like big like flashing like neon signs and Travis. <laughs> Touched on just like whoa, <laughs> it was very funny. Very yeah, funny no, it, was, it was good. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the No More Heroes, No More Heroes Two, both shadow dropped onto the Switch, twenty bucks a piece. Yeah, uh, had a launch discount uh, to eighteen dollars each. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's good. It's it's really good that because you're releasing No More Heroes Three as a Switch exclusive, like it's it's nice that. Uh, the whole franchise is available on that system now. For sure. You don't have to go dredge up a Wii to play those games. <laughs> uh, a couple notes about that. Mm-hmm. One, uh, I didn't realize until I was writing up this outline, and it's very funny. Uh, so the first game is called No More Heroes, mm-hmm. right? The second game is called No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle. Right. The 2 is a number, right? It's okay. just the number 2. Yeah. And then No More Heroes 3 is the Roman numeral three. Huh. It's, you know, it's three lines. Uh-huh. So they're, he's changing up the format of the numbering partway through the franchise. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's very like that. suit of 51. <laughs> yes. Very suit of 51. Second thing is I'm very curious uh, about 
how these games have held up in a variety of ways. Yes. One, they were very janky when they came out. Uh, yes. Like they yeah. like the they were very clunky video games like in 2007 <laughs> or whatever uh-huh. and uh and you kind of played it for the narrative and it's I'm also really wondering how that narrative holds up, you know? Yes. Like because like like, Tra- am, am I going to think Travis is funny or a fuckboy in year 2020? <laughs> I, I mean, I think he was always meant to be a fuckboy. Well, right, but, ha- you know, how charming will I find that It's now? Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, I'm curious. Like, I actually saw one person, like, write an article about the release of No More Heroes, mm-hmm. uh, the No More Heroes port, so it's like... And they're like, man, I was a big fan of No More Heroes 1 and 2, but, like, I don't remember now. Was it a clever parody of toxic gamer culture? Is is it that? <laughs> is it both? I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified to know the answer. That's right. And I'm like kind of in a similar boat, you know. Like I, I'm curious to see how it holds up. I don't know if I want to spend money to find out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I guess anyone that plays No More Heroes and No More Heroes Two in 2020, let, let us know what you think. Uh-huh. Uh. And after that, they showed off part-time UFO. Yeah, uh, yeah, very adorable ass. Game oh yeah, from no, How Lab. Yeah, from How Laboratory, the creators of Kirby. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was released on mobile a while back. I think it was like an Apple Arcade game. Oh okay, but uh, but yeah, it's it's getting a port to the Switch with like some some tweaks and upgrades. I think it's nice. getting like a co-op mode. I think that's exclusive to the right. Switch version. And uh. And yeah, uh, they they showed off some some gameplay of that. Just this cute little puzzle game where mm-hmm. you you're a UFO with like a little crane that like that picks up items and carries them around and drops them places. And uh, they make some fun puzzle gameplay out of that. Yeah, um, I like cute UFOs because of Kirby. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's cool that now they have their own game. Yes. Uh. And uh, and that also shadow dropped. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of shadow drops just in the tail end of the uh, mm-hmm. the presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like eight bucks too. Cool. Yeah, so I'm I, I've been thinking about picking that one up. I actually have as well. Yeah, 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 pretty cute. And then finally, uh, their last game shown was Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, which right. is. Uh, which is fitting for the partner showcase because it's being developed by Koei Tecmo. Right. Uh, they showed kind of a story trailer that kind of uh, was a recap of other story trailers they've been dropping throughout the past month or so. Mm-hmm. They showed Pura and her hot colleague that she's not married to again. <laughs> mm-hmm. They uh, they showed Koga and his his minions, and uh, and then. Uh, they they showed some footage of the Divine Beast gameplay. I think that was new. Right. I think, I think that was something they hadn't shown yet. And then uh and then they announced that a demo mm-hmm. was being shadow dropped <laughs> onto the Switch that day. Uh, and I played that demo. How was it? Man, that's it's <sighs> it's so hard to articulate. Hmm. Like it's it's definitely a warriors game. Okay. Right? It's absolutely a warriors game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of elements of it that are really fun okay. and and or really cool. I don't know if all those elements have like clicked together into a video game that feels good to play. Hmm. 
like I enjoyed what I was playing enough and I was invested enough in what I played that I think I will be picking up the full version. Okay. Assuming I can afford it. We did just buy a PS five. <laughs> sure. Uh, but like, I don't know some, something felt kind of off about the experience, I guess. Hmm. Uh, some of the playable characters were like really like some high tier warriors experiences. Though. Nice. Like, you get to play as Link in that demo, you get to play as Impa, and you get to play as Zelda. Cool. And Is Imp- Impa fun? Impa's very fun. Good. Yeah. I was worried that Impa would not be fun. I'm yeah. Fun. No, she's Naruto, and it's great. <laughs> she just makes a bunch of shadow clothes, uh-huh. and uh, and yeah, she just messes up her opponents with all her shadow clones. She's great. Nice. Zelda's also like got a very like creative moveset, hmm. where... Uh, she just like takes all the runes from the Sheikah slate and like uh, implements them in creative ways. That's cool. Like, uh, like you know, you can like, uh, she just makes like gigantic bombs and then like makes them like gives them like spider legs and makes them crawl around <laughs> the screen and stuff. But, yeah, very, very creative move set for Zelda. That's really neat. Um, and uh, and ends right before you're able to like unlock uh the champion characters uh which i suppose is a a pretty good incentive to make me want Mm -hmm. to keep playing to make me want to buy the game so i can do that sure and yeah there's there's some interesting like kind of like overworld activities you can do like like crafting and and like uh and like weapon upgrades and stuff okay um yeah like there's there's stuff there i i just yeah i'm i'm not sure if i'll come away really liking the game when I'm done with it, even as much as I liked Hyrule Warriors, which was right, which is still like the best Warriors game I've played. Yeah, I, I, uh, that take doesn't surprise me because I know the reaction to the demo has been mixed that I've seen on the internet. Yeah. So hopefully the full game comes out and it's a fucking blast. Yeah. Uh, also like the, the story, I, I don't know if I'm going to like the direction the story is going mm. either. Uh, it feels like there are ways they can kind of cheapen. Uh-huh. Uh the events of the of the original Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And yeah, I hope they I hope they just don't go that path. I hope they subvert <laughs> my expectations in that way. Come on, Link. I know there's a war happening, but let's go bowling. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's not quite what I meant. I would love that actually. <laughs> uh but also I, I wonder if this is the things I know about the story so far make me wonder if this is meant less as a way to flush out the original Breath of the Wild, hmm. but a way to kind of set up the sequel in a weird way. Oh, interesting. And that, and depending on how they do that, that could be interesting. Yeah. Especially while we're still waiting for said <laughs> sequel. Right. Uh, yeah, so I'm... I'm the demo has convinced me to get the game, yeah. but I don't know if I'm thrilled about it. Okay. So... Yeah, that's that's what that's like. <laughs> All right, and that was the end of the partner showcase. Yeah, uh, at the end of which, the end and the beginning, uh, the announcer said that it was the last Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase of the year. Right, no more of these in 2020. Yeah, so you know we got about a month and a half left of mm-hmm. 2020. That kind of begs the question. What else are we getting from Nintendo in that time? Sure. Are we getting anything? <laughs> uh, Greetings from Nintendo. We have really, 
We've released a software update that will make your Joy-Cons drift twice as fast. <laughs> we hope we've interpreted this problem correctly. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> my Joy-Con is starting to drift, sadly. My my left. Con- condolences. Thanks. Yeah, Amy Lee and I both have... We've both had Joy-Con drift issues at this point, mm-hmm. and we've, we've both bought new sets of Joy-Cons. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think... I think one of your Joy-Cons is one of my old Joy-Cons. Yeah. Because my right Joy-Con started drifting. Right, yeah. Your right Joy-Con started drifting, and I bought a new set of Joy-Cons after my left Joy-Con started drifting. Yeah. So, so you I got, you got my, old... my spare right Joy-Con. My brother recently sent his Joy-Cons in to be repaired because mm. his left one was drifting so badly that he would log on to Animal Crossing and his avatar would start, like, sprinting to the left. <laughs> like, there was no ambiguity at all. No, like, oh, maybe this isn't happening. Like, right. It, was, it wasn't drifting. It was, like, tilting. <laughs> it was Joy-Con tilt. Uh, so he's waiting for those to come back. That's fair. Yeah, we could be sending in our Joy-Cons yes. also. Uh, maybe, maybe we could just send a box full of our three or four <laughs> right. drifting Joy-Cons at this point. Here, Nintendo, take responsibility. Instead of just continuing to buy new Joy-Cons because we'd rather do that than, like, put things in a box and ship them out. <laughs> I mean, because it takes fucking forever, you yeah. know? Like, or I can spend a lot of money and get new Joy-Cons in, like, two days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the patience level in this household is <laughs> truly staggering. Um. So I do think that there is a potential for more Nintendo stuff over the rest of the year, even if right. even if we don't get any more partner showcases. First of which is probably like a smaller thing, but I feel like in December we'll get like another batch of like NES or Super Nintendo games. Nice, because uh, I think we got one in October. I think so, and and they seem to be roughly bi monthly these days. Right. Um. So yeah, that would, that timing would make sense there. Yeah. What what uh what do you think we'll get? Not Earthbound. I agree. Even though I want it. Yeah. I think it'll be something stupid. Because I got Donkey Kong last time, and so now they have to do something stupid so that next time they can do something I want. <laughs> That's my feeling. Um, I think, actually, we'll we'll get something nice in December. Okay. Not Earthbound. Yeah. But I feel like either we'll get Donkey Kong Country 3. Cool. Or Super Mario RPG. Ooh. Or maybe both. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm into that. Yeah. I love Super Mario RPG, and so do many people who wanted Geno and Smash. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, like, you know, uh, they're still doing Mario 35th Anniversary stuff, so right. to kind of plop that in in the midst of those celebrations makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the few uh, games that are that's on the, the SNES Classic right now, but isn't available on the... Ah, on the Super Nintendo online service. Right. Cool. So I, I think Super Mario RPG is like kind of inevitable. Nice. Yeah, the question is just when and maybe December is when. Sure. I hope you're right. Yeah. I don't know about NES games. I feel like they've done most of the cool ones at this point. Yeah, the well is really drying out there, so now you just get like RoboCop versus Terminator or whatever the fuck. I mean, obviously not that because it'd be a licensing nightmare. Right. But, you know, that tier of game, it feels yeah. like. Uh it'd be cool if they like if they just got some fucking Taito games on there, like Little oh, Samson. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd love Little Samson. Sure. Uh that's very underrated Taito platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh 
where you where there's four different playable characters. This was on the NES, and there are four different right. playable characters, each with very different play styles. Very cool little game, Little Samson. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I I don't I don't think that's actually likely. <laughs> no. I think everyone has forgotten about Little Samson except me. Oh, sad day. Very sad day. Someone please remember Little Samson. Uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, you know, one one of the glaring emissions for the NES right now is uh, Earthbound Beginnings. Right. But I don't think we'll get that either. Okay. Um. Yeah, honestly, like, in terms of Earthbound, I think either they'll be, like, trickled onto the service uh, sometime next year, just as they mm-hmm. kind of, like, really run out of games, <laughs> or uh, it'll be part of, like... A trilogy re-release pack, right? Released in 2021 for Mother 3's 15th anniversary for a limited time. For a limited time, yeah. I do think that's that's going to be a limited time one. Yep, yep. Sorry that I'm never going to play Mother 3 <laughs> for my whole life. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry too. <laughs> but aside from that, do we think there's going to be any um any other Nintendo directs that like aren't partner showcase related? No. Um, I do think that we will get an indie world. Ah, uh, okay. In December. Okay, I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah, good point. Indie world has uh, there have been indie worlds in December for at least the past two years. Okay. And while one would think, well, maybe that schedule's not reliable anymore because of COVID, mm-hmm. but. Also annually, we've been getting August Indie World showcases, uh-huh. and there was still an August Indie World okay. in 2020, despite the fact that coronavirus was going even harder in Japan <laughs> during that time period. True. So uh, so I do think we'll be getting an Indie World in December right on schedule. Cool. Yeah. Any thoughts on what we'll see at that Indie World? Mm, brain empty. <laughs> uh, not Not immediately. What do you think? So I've got a couple. One is that I think they'll sh- uh, one of the major parts of the showcase will be a Switch port of Disco Elysium. Nice. I don't think it's going to shadow drop, but I think they'll announce it for a 2021 release. Okay. Um, what I will think will shadow drop is uh, Dicey Dungeons. Ah. Which, you know, a Switch port of that game has been mentioned for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Terry Cavanaugh said a while back that, you know... Uh, actually, last year he said it was coming out in 2020. <laughs> okay. Um, and there's been kind of silence on that, and maybe maybe December 2020 is is the day. Yeah, there's still time. Yeah. Also, um, Temtem, kind of this uh, this Pokemon MMO style right. game that was kickstarted a while back. Yes. Uh, it got a. Uh, it's getting an early access release on PlayStation 5 okay. in, in December. Maybe they'll either announce or shadow drop an early access release for the Switch also. Sure. Um, because, like, a Switch console release had been announced for Temtem, like, when the game was kickstarted. Okay. Uh... And I can kind of see it going either way. Like, either they'll they'll want to kind of give it parody with that PS5 release and, mm-hmm. like, release them around the same time, or uh, they're struggling to port it to the Switch so much because it's kind of 
it'll be the lowest spec platform that they're porting to <laughs> right that like a switch port might be the last thing that we get instead of one of the sure. first things yeah that makes sense yeah but maybe tam tam so that's three things for me you got you got nothing huh uh no i, I don't nope i don't think so <laughs> i yeah just uh i don't know like most of the indie games that i play i play on the switch yeah and so they're already out <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true yeah it's just hard for me to think of like i don't know all i play is final fantasy 14 and guitar girl and hades and animal <laughs> crossing i don't know things about indies what's an indie <laughs> half the games you <laughs> no you're right I, yeah I, I just mean you know indie news yeah i'm not up on the indie news i'm not reading indie monthly i guess that's what i'm here for yep um oh yeah other potential things uh-huh. maybe an update on the the new hollow knight game uh, Ooh, hollow knight, yeah, yeah. sting bastard <laughs> that's not what it's called <laughs> hollow knight sting bastard yeah <laughs> I, I would get that one <laughs> uh the, yeah the the hornet game right um v- void heart no i think that was just like dlc for the first one right Hey guys, if you need to think of names for future games in the Hollow Knight franchise, come to me, obviously. I've got it online. Hollow Knight Silk Song. A, ah. much, a much better name than the Hollow Knight Sting <laughs> Bastard. I think I was closer than Voidheart, honestly. I think that <laughs> if the two of you know, if we were like rated on how close we got, <laughs> Sting Bastard would be closer than Voidheart. Anyway, uh Beyond Indie World. Yeah. I also think uh, Nintendo will probably reveal something at the Game Awards this year. Okay. Uh, and I think those are happening December 7th. Oh, okay. Yeah. the I think they'll reveal something at the Game Awards. Okay. Like, at least one thing. And, uh, you know, I think I want to save a lot of our Game Awards discussion sure. for a later time. Yeah. Uh, maybe a time that will come within, like, two weeks or so. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh. But but Nintendo specific, maybe we can touch on what we think will be there. Okay. Uh, I think we could get like an announcement of something small ish, mm-hmm. you know, coming out like uh Q one twenty twenty one. Sure. Like a Wii U port or a WarioWare or something. Uh-huh. Um and any thoughts on that? I would love a Wii U port. Uh what what do we have left at this point? Not a lot actually. Yeah. Uh Xenoblade X is the big one that's left. I don't think that's going to be it, but I wish it was. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be it either. Yeah. Um I feel like I feel like in 2021 we're going to get like that new IP that Monolith Soft has been working on in secret for like the past like 3 or 4 years. Hmm, okay. Um and then in 2022, you might get Xenoblade X. <laughs> so long. If, if they're still... That's so far away. If, if they haven't moved on to the Switch 2 at that point. Right. Um, the Swatch. The Swatch. The Swooch. <laughs> um, do you think they'll just do a Switch 2, or do you think they'll try some new wild thing? I think they'll do a Switch 2. I think that's what I, that's what I would do if I were Nintendo. Yeah, no, Switch... I also think maybe... Maybe they'll do more of like a Switch Pro. Hmm, okay. You know, I uh-huh. think maybe they'll try to extend the lifespan sure. of the Switch for a while. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, like the it's it's on track to be like their most successful console. Yeah. Um and I think if they keep that momentum it might even beat the Wii in its lifetime. Mm-hmm. With which which would be a, that that's still a challenge. Yeah. Uh that's not a guarantee, but I mm-hmm. think it's possible. I agreed. 
Um, yeah, uh, other Wii U ports that are left. So, man, they they got Pikmin three. Uh huh. So, uh, first party Wii U games that have not come to the Switch yet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nintendo Land, which is kind of disqualified. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it was such heavy use of the gamepad. Yeah, and also nobody would want to fucking play that. Oh, I did, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, if they ever made like a Nintendo Land two, I, I might grab that. D- okay. Depending. I hope you enjoy it. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to come into the living room and play with me sometime. Uh, no, I don't. We're not doing a podcast about it. <laughs> See, they they publish a lot of like third party stuff like Ninja Gaiden Three, Razor's Edge, and Scribble Knots <laughs> Unlimited. Right. Uh, uh, Game and Wario, which is also disqualified for being so like yeah, uh, gamepad dependent. Pokemon Rumble U. Uh, we Sports Club. Forgot oh, about yeah. that one. We Party You. We Fit You. Um. Dr. Luigi. You know, without you even having to finish that list, I feel confident in saying that we're not getting a Wii U port announced at the Game Awards. Oh, actually, look, hey, I'm, I'm not done yet. Alright. Um, Fatal Frame 5. <laughs> Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Oh, yeah. Which kind of had some touchscreen-like dependency. Uh-huh. Seamless Chronicles X. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Right. I don't think that ever got a, a port. Um, I'd be fine with leaving that behind. Star Fox Zero. Aha. Yeah. Now that, I don't know, I don't feel confident that that's going to get ported anytime soon either, but I would love it if they ported that and fixed it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's possible in the Switch's mm-hmm. lifespan. Yes. Not not like a guarantee, but I think it's possible. Agreed. Uh, and Paper Mario Color Splash. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so here's what I think the announcement might be. Okay. Uh, the smaller announcement, I think, might be Skyward Sword HD. Nice. Yeah. Which isn't a Wii U port, that's a Wii port. Right. But, uh, but still. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe... Maybe that will come out Q1 2021 to kind of... Uh, yeah. Kick off the Zelda anniversary celebration. So I wonder if they'll wait till, like, after the Mario celebration's already over. Yeah, I changed mm. my mind. Okay. They're, they're gonna wait till after the Mario celebrations. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe Star Fox Zero... Maybe maybe like a new game. Maybe like a WarioWare or something. Sure. Yeah. I'd um, love a new WarioWare. I would love a new WarioWare. I, g- I can just never say with confidence that one is happening. Yeah, just intelligent system seems busy, you know? Mm, sure. Uh, into, uh, they've got Fire Emblem to worry about. They just put out a new Paper Mario game. Uh-huh. Um, they could just stop working on Paper Mario. That would free up a lot of uh, time. But they just put out a new Paper Mario. Oh, right, so, but like, I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, so, like, even if, like, immediately... Forward. Yeah, like, even if immediately after working on that Paper Mario game, they started working on a new WarioWare... I was making a joke, and now it's just become a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm focusing on the fact that Intelligent Systems... Yeah. Uh, just released a new Paper Mario game. <laughs> they've they've got a lot on their plate. They yes. might not have time to work in a WarioWare. At least not to have one ready for like the first quarter right. of 2021. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, uh, but who knows? Like they they might have like a C team like working on something <laughs> uh, as as kind of low budget as a Warrior game would be a yeah. WarioWare game. A Warrior. It's just like five people in one office. 
uh, just typing away at their at their computers. You know what I would get to be one of those five people. Just, one of those, <laughs> just five people working on WarioWare, not one of them. That would be fantastic. Yeah. You uh, could contribute so much. <laughs> uh, I also think that Game Awards is like a good spot for them to show like a gameplay trailer or something for Breath of the Wild 2. Right. Just like, yeah, a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer that just says 2021 at the end. Uh-huh. And then we can anticipate that for the following year. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a black screen and then you see the Triforce of Power and then the Triforce of Wisdom and then the Triforce of Courage. And then, you know, the crowd just gets more and more hyped, and then suddenly you're looking at a vista. A beautiful Breath of the Wild vista. (laughs) Bleak rides by on a horse. Zelda rides by on a horse. They're both on horses. New gameplay. (laughs) Daniel was just staring into my soul the entire time I was was just, like, tanking that Just driving it into the ground. Uh, that's what you deserve. You don't know what it's like in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes are always watching. Uh, finally, uh, there was a Game Awards, right? Mm-hmm. There was the Game Awards uh, 2018, right? Yeah. Where they revealed, uh, where they showed off Joker, right? Right. Do you think that this Game Awards will have uh, Fighters Pass Character 8? Hmm. I think it would be cool, but probably not for some reason, is mm. what my gut is telling me. Yeah, I'm right now, I'm on a maybe. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, yeah, that was a wishy-washy not from me. Yeah. I'm on the no side of maybe. That's that's fair. Like, I, I do think there'll... I do think there's potential for something substantial from uh, Nintendo. If it's, if it's character 8... Character mm-hmm. eight will not shadow drop. Right, right, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like I think we'll get an announcement and then uh like and then like a, a coming early twenty twenty one. Yeah. Know? Yeah, no, it'll it'll definitely just be like, Hey, here's Arlie Naja and then yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Arlie Naja. There yeah, she'll be there that yeah. that's the one. Uh-huh. That, that's the one they'll show at the game awards. Yep. Yeah. It's not gonna be Agumon. <laughs> it's not gonna be Agumon. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's it, no, it won't be Agumon. <laughs> Um, he just, they do a trailer for him and he has the same voice from the original Digimon dub. <laughs> Hello, Game Awards people! I'm gonna be at Smash! You get worse at that voice every time you try it. Digimon! <laughs> <laughs> Digimon are the champions! I do, I do think Agumon will be, like, I, I am still keeping him sure, sure, on sure. my list, but yeah. I don't think he's a Game Awards announcement. <laughs> no, he doesn't, not quite big enough for that. Yeah. But yeah, I think if if we think that there'll be a character eight, I think we'll I think we'll save the depth of that cons- uh, discussion for later. Fair. Uh, but yeah, I uh, right right now I'm kind of on a maybe. Okay. Like I could I could definitely see it not happening, but I think I think the possibility is there. I I think just just something to get us excited for 2021 you know yeah no i yeah. mean like we're you know we're we're on two sides of the same coin there and we're yeah. just like both peeking over the edge at each other basically <laughs> <laughs> oh hello hello sean oh hello daniel so Agumon. <laughs> so i guess the 
the last thing to touch on really is is what'll happen after 2020 is over. Okay. And I I think I think we're we're getting a January 2021 direct. Nice. And I think it's going to be a big one. Ooh. I think they're I think they're going to show a lot of stuff that they wanted to show this year and weren't able to thanks to corona. Okay. Um like yeah. what? Well, like there's so many possibilities that <laughs> yeah. that it's that it's hard. Um like we'll be getting some bigger games than usual in like mm-hmm. the first half of the year and I think they'll also like tease something like enormous for like the end of the year too. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll we'll do a whole episode about that. Ooh. Uh in in due time. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, and any uh, any thoughts you'd like to do you have uh, a January 2021 direct thing? I think it's going to happen. Okay. If, if we're if just in terms of the possibility of it happening or right, not. Right, yeah. but you wanted me to drop uh, an example of an announcement. Do you have one? Oh, I see. Uh, I will say that uh, no. <laughs> no. Great. Nope. Glad, glad to have you on board today. You didn't Sean. have anything either. You're just like, oh, there's so many possibilities. Yeah, but you're the one, yeah, but you're the one who, is, who asked the question. Because the you place. always know things. <laughs> I'm just here to make stupid jokes and get offended when you correct me. <laughs> well, you have been doing that in spades. So there I you guess. go. Good, great to have you on. Sean. I'm well worth the podcast money. <laughs> uh, so, do do you have any uh, any more thoughts about Nintendo uh, in 2020 and beyond, and the the for the rest of the year, and maybe the beginning of the next year? Um, I think that in spite of COVID, they you know they they did what they could and they and they released some stuff that i'm still playing right now yeah um, and that's pretty cool that is pretty cool now this you know this has been a pretty good year for nintendo yeah. in spite of everything i mean especially God. especially good for their wallets yeah man. like this was definitely the year to release animal crossing which oh we yeah discussed before i'm still fucking playing it every yeah. day yeah going a- in getting my nook points amy lee and i have dropped off yes uh me me especially uh, Amy Lee uh, will still. They do like the seasonal stuff. Yeah, I think they opened up Halloween for like a hot minute. Yes. Yeah, they were they were around a bit for Halloween. I was logging in every day of October and buying candy and crafting <laughs> pumpkin furniture. Yeah, I was I, all about it. I missed that whole thing. I was I was interested in it, but yeah. I, I still missed the whole thing. Uh, you've been too busy playing Hades. Oh, oh yeah, that that was <laughs> October was like the month of Hades. For oh me. yeah. Yeah. Or as you said, ah, yo, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just uh, fucking good. It's a great game. I'm now playing it too. Uh, I've been having a good time with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's the the talk about Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo chat. Yeah. That's what this podcast is really. (laughs) I mean, it can be. Yeah. Let's open some listener mail. Yeah. Ah, I just reached into the mailbox. It's an upgrade from the mailbag. Not a freak on Twitter says. I locked it. Not a freak on Twitter says. Nobody can take our mail. Not a freak on Twitter says. What did he say? Did not enjoy the Bravely Default demo mostly because of the difficulty. So glad that they took that feedback. Ah. Otherwise, really only interested in Hyrule Warriors and maybe Pikmin 3 if it's on sale. Though it looks like it's doing poorly. Arms 2 when? (laughs) Uh, good thoughts, not in freak. Good thoughts. Thanks for the mail. Uh, so 
Arms two, I I don't think we're getting that in the Switch's lifetime. Mm, yeah. Uh, I think when we get like a Switch two, mm-hmm. I think Arms two might be like a like a title for that. Okay. But honestly, I think Nintendo was expecting Arms to make like Splatoon money. Yeah. And then it didn't. Yeah. So I, I think Arms two, I, I think Arms is kind of a one and done franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, which is a shame because it'd be really cool to see what they would do with an Arms two. Yeah. Like I think that you can learn a lot from what went right and what went wrong with the first game and release something that would actually be like played in fighting game tournaments. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you don't have the green light from Nintendo Boss Man, you can't make the game. Good old Nintendo Boss Man. I, for- I forget who the CEO is because uh, it's not Iwata. Yeah, no, I'm I'm blanking on his name also. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you can correct me next time. I sure can. <sighs> uh... Uh, here's uh, here's some mail from Chess Kitchen. Ah, Chess Kitchen says your podcast has been the main thing that has supported me through this pandemic, <laughs> and I'm very grateful that you did not just end the podcast after Smash Ultimate came out. Aww. so thank you. In my mind, the team of Daniel and Sean is a classic duo. <laughs> I 100% believe with all my heart and soul that the next DLC Smash Fighter will be a Pokemon from the Galar region. Hmm. I don't know which one, but I know it will be one. The Frozen Tundra Pokemon DLC came out fairly recently, so I think it's now Gen 8's time to shine. Ah. Finally, if you had a sentient pet water bottle, what would you name it? <laughs> uh... <laughs> He also included uh, a moveset for of Sansa's and Smash, and it's very detailed, so oh. I, I won't include the whole thing. Right. Um, what is his up special? His up special is a floating platform that appears underneath Sans. The platform moves upward rather fast. Huh. Uh, Sans is unable to move while on the platform. After the platform goes high as it can, it disappears, giving Sans at least one extra midair jump. That's cute. But uh, but yeah, good good mail. Um, yeah, I go on and off about Pokemon being in Smash Ultimate, like mm-hmm. like Galar getting added. Right. Um, really, I think if it's not announced by the end of 2020, I think its time has kind of passed. Mm. Um, well, I might have to change my Urshifu pick. You m- maybe. Yeah. yeah. I uh, really, I already think that Urshifu's like done. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah that that expansion didn't exactly leave an imprint in people's consciousnesses. Yeah. In the way that I was imagining it might when I made that pick. So. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe Nintendo was imagining it would make more of an imprint <laughs> than it true. did. Yeah. It's it's hard to predict these things even for Nintendo sometimes. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, I I I'm kind of leaning towards no on on a new Galar edition. Okay. Um, it wouldn't completely shock me if sure. one got announced, but, but yeah. It's just Surfing Pikachu. <laughs> surfing Pikachu is the new Pokemon rap. <laughs> like, it's just the, the same Pikachu model, but just like with a, <laughs> just with like a surfboard, yeah. like hastily paste it onto his feet. And he's got, um, all of, uh, Squirtle's moves. <laughs> He's a, he's a, I almost said Shadow Clone. He's the worst Echo Fighter of all time. Yeah, Echo Fighter. He's the, yeah, he's an Echo Fighter for Squirtle. What would you name a sentient pet water bottle? Squirtle. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty good. Drippy. Ugh, I like Squirtle better. Yeah, I don't like Drippy, actually. (laughs) Um, I'd name him Hydro. Nice. Yeah. Really, we should swap. 
because you love Pokemon. Yeah, I'd, I would rather name my water bottle Squirtle. Cool, I'll name mine Hydro. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's short for Hydro Blaster 69. You are driving me nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, Just Kitchen. Yes, thank, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for, for your first listener mail. Yeah. Feel free to send us more. Yes. And even more Sans move sets for other fighting games. <laughs> Sans and King of Fighters. I feel like Sans would be kind of cool in King of Fighters. Really, any King of Fighters move set would be pretty cool. Yes. Uh, Vinny G sent us some mail. Hey, guys. So I know the big news is the upcoming version 9.0.2. But I'm more interested in the eventual version 10.0. Hmm. Such a nice round number. <laughs> what mysteries could it bring? My questions for you are, one, will we see 10.0 anytime soon? Regardless of if it's 10.0 or not, will we see anything new for the two-year anniversary of Smash in December? Hmm. Two, do you think version 10.0 will bring anything new and interesting? Or will it be just more fighter tweaks and bug fixes? Hmm. Three, do you think we'll see any more new stages? What will they be like? Will Pokefloats ever come back? <laughs> and four, will we get another free DLC fighter? Who would it be? Does Bandana Waddledee have a fighting chance of ever being in Smash? Huh. Hope you're both safe and healthy, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Vinny G. Thanks, Vinny G. Thanks, Vinny G. This is a nice round number. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, here's here's what I think. I think when the next character comes out, that'll be version ten point oh. Yeah, that's I don't fair. think I don't think Sakurai is going to do anything special about the fact that it's ten point oh. Okay. I let me. I think there's a twenty percent chance that Sakurai will be like version ten point oh. That's a nice round number, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's you know, true. Yeah, I think you'll be like, yeah, you think, wow, we're already at version ten. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He'll do something like that, and maybe there'll be, like, some celebratory feature that's kind of, like, small. I think an, I think a free stage would actually be kind of perfect. Yeah, that'd be like great. So, something like Poke Floats getting added, yeah. What I want is um, Break the Targets. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's too big. <laughs> and or Board the Platforms. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's, that's too major. How long has it been since we had Board the Platforms? Was that just in the first Smash? I think that was exclusively wow. Smash 64, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't think that's actually going to happen, but that's what that would be my dream. That's fair, yeah. A, a good dream. Thanks. A respectable dream. Just yeah. failing those as Little Mac over and over again because he can't <laughs> jump. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think we'll get a free DLC fighter. Um, Although Bandana Waddledee would be a good free DLC fighter. Yeah, yeah, good. Like that's a good pick for yeah for something that you shouldn't get in a fighter's pass, but something <laughs> right. that would be like a worthwhile addition. Yeah, Bandana Waddledee or like Waluigi. Yeah. Although people would spend money on Waluigi just that's for the true. name. That yeah. is true. People would absolutely spend money on Waluigi. <laughs> they just release Waluigi, and he's a separate $60 purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo makes more money than they've ever made for in a their limited life. Time. <laughs> for a limited <laughs> time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. T- TLDR, I, I don't think they're going to do anything special for, sure. for version 10. Okay. Yeah. But I do think Sakurai will celebrate it as a milestone. Yes. 
As you can see, I'm on the 10th floor of Nintendo headquarters. <laughs> just kidding. Still my house. <laughs> He's just like standing in front of a green screen. <laughs> and then he like tears the green screen down. <laughs> uh, Violently. <laughs> He's never done a violent thing in his life. No. Yeah, like... Like, Sakurai's already kind of said, I think, that they're kind of done, like, adding things to the game besides Fighter's Pass right. stuff. So, so yeah, unless it's kind of a, a minor change that's on par with, um, with, like, some, some just some quality of life updates, like the, like, the stage stuff that they right. did, like, letting you play any song on Final Destination, like, mm -hmm. that kind of thing, I think, yeah. Unfortunately, uh version 10 will just be character eight and yeah. stage eight and uh and, and music eight <laughs> bunch of music yeah 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 but thanks Vinny. thanks good good question very good question good cue you want to know where else you can find us uh, we're on patreon.com slash beep boop group that we are uh boy it's it's been like a like a really rough month at work so i, I don't think i've put anything up in the first half of the month <laughs> worth worth noting right um but in the second half of the month we'll you know you'll get your beep boop soup yeah you'll uh oh you'll get your soup we're we're planning on on our on uploading our undertale discussion it's like olive uh, garden yeah unlimited soup <laughs> uh we're as planning long on, as you pay we're planning on recording Monday. and uploading our undertale discussion yes um amy lee and i uh want to uh want to do our rampage episode of console cinema right it's, it's uh it's been it's it's been a it's been a rough first two weeks of november yeah um uh and and it's been it's been hard to keep up with with a lot of things so uh so i'm sorry for the delay um and, and thanks everyone for their patience on that kind of thing yeah but yeah there uh there will be cool stuff on the patreon in the near future and and when you guys support us, it makes things less rough, so that's also really appreciated, and thank you. Yeah, give us money so Daniel can quit his job. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, uh, next time on A Smashing Theory, uh, the Game Awards 2020 predictions! Woo! Jeff yeah. Keighley in the house! Jeff Keighley! Not in... literally, he's not gonna be on the podcast. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he will. Who knows? Don't get your hopes up for Jeff Keighley being in our house. Who knows what's in store? In store for Jeff Keighley's future. <laughs> really, like, that disregard for social distancing feels out of character for Jeff. No, I mean, you know, he could uh, patch in remotely. Yeah, but then he wouldn't be in our house. Right. No, yeah, I, I meant, like, you know, in, in our in our metaphysical house. Oh, our, I see. In our podcast house. How? Shame on me for not realizing that's what you meant. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But yeah, we'll be predicting Game Wars twenty twenty. Yeah, the, yeah, that that's always a really fun episode. Yes, with um, or without Jeffy K. <laughs> it's and that, always fun. And then, of course, after that, we'll be reacting to right. the Game Awards as they happen afterwards. And then after that, uh, I believe we'll be predicting the big boy Nintendo Direct that we believe is coming. Cool. It's it's nice to have a slate of episodes where we definitively know what they're going to be. Is, yeah. Instead of being like, God, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Sakurai dabbed the other day. <laughs> Great. <laughs> episode 69, Sakurai dabs. 
that's also a Sean autobiography. This episode 69, Sakurai Dabs, the Sean Francis story. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Well, hope you enjoyed all that. We'll, we'll see you in a couple weeks with some Game Awards discussion. And in the meantime, I hope that you have a smashing time! I was really using my voice because it's back. Smashing time! <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone again. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's still here. I'm fine. Alright, bye. Extremely healthy. Bye! bye. <laughs>
not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Vinny G. Thanks, Vinny. The G stands for Gadget. He's a member of the Gadget family, along with Inspector and Penny. He you uses his gadgets to are, solve. Are you crimes. implying that Inspector Gadget's first name is Inspector? Yes, <laughs> unquestionably. I can't believe I'm going to have to do a correction on a special thanks. My bit. instinct is that um, Cartoon Gadget does not have a canon first name, but that Movie Gadget has one. Interesting. And so you'll only be half correcting me. Stay tuned for fucking <laughs> Inspector Gadget corrections. And or thanks, Vinny G. And thanks, Vinny G. <laughs> Special thanks, finally, to Vinibur. Ah, Vinibur, 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 Vinibur. I'm so excited <laughs> that you are not a Cinnabur. Oh. That would be really sad. Committing all those sins and freezing. I would hate a, that. A, a cinnabur is just what like someone down south calls a cinnabon. It's a it's a uh, it's an ice dark Pokemon. Oh yeah, Cin- oh yeah, a, a cinnabur. Yeah, cinnabur. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I I liked my joke that you completely ignored. Uh, well, I mean, come on, mine was a Pokemon joke. You have to like it more. <laughs> no, that's how your brain works. <laughs> you like Pokemon things more than other things. <laughs> Like, if I gave you the choice of a cookie and a cookie that was shaped like a Pikachu, which one would you eat? I mean, I'd probably eat the Pikachu guy. Damn straight. (laughs) I know you. And yet I find faults with your argument. I've known you since you were 16 and you love Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) That's my autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) Or the biography that I wrote about you. (laughs) Thanks, Vinifer. Thanks. For being a sounding board for our dumb whatever that was. To be fair, that's our entire listenership. <laughs> uh, special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons. If you want a special thank you, you do. You can do that to yourself. Yeah, but if you want us a special thank you. Yeah. Uh, that costs money. Yeah, $20 yep. on patreon.com. So, so boop group. I have to tell you that I just made that motion with my hands when you're, if you were like, you know, kind of angling for a tip or something or trying to mime money. Oh, yeah. But I did it, A, and none of you saw it because you're not here and Daniel didn't see it because I did it below the screen of my laptop <laughs> so that he couldn't see it. So I did it for myself. Congratulations! Special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons. (laughs) See you next time. Goodbye.